Hello there, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham and a very welcome back to Ben Taylor to the podcast. He's here talking about Premier League review, every team, did they achieve above expectations, below expectations or where they should have been. Obviously talk about his team, United, and how they fared. And myself obviously talk about Tottenham and getting Ben's thoughts on that. And also Ben's thoughts on the manager situation at Tottenham. Ponte, Poch, Ten Hag, any other ones in the hat, what he thinks about that. And also the Euros is a couple of weeks away, so our thoughts on uh, England's uh, chances and a preview of the tournament as a whole. So without further ado, let's talk Premier League review, Euros preview. Hi Ben, how's things? Thanks for coming back on. No worries. Nice to be back. Yeah, I mean, it's not. Uh, what's there to talk about now? The Premier League season is finished. Answer: a lot of things because football still carries on. So, what we're doing today is going through each of the teams. We'll leave United, who Ben supports, and Spurs, who to the end, because uh, obviously we'll talk about them more in depth. We'll go through all the teams how we thought they did, what we think next season. Obviously, the teams relegated won't be in the Premier League next season. Uh, and then talk a bit about um, Conte is now the big rumour for our manager, which I know you think isn't the best fit. Uh, I tend to agree. So we'll talk about that. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I mean, it's a sad state of affairs when you're pleased that the Premier League has finished and you're going to support England. Who Two teams I've got there who just always disappoint. Anyway, <laughs> so, yeah, a little bit of a Euro preview. So, uh, yeah, I mean, let's just go through the team. So Arsenal finished eighth. Uh, still rebuilding, yeah. I think. So it's a, it, it, it's one of those uh, next season will be a, potentially a crucial season, but you'd expect to see them do a bit better. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about Arsenal. I don't. I really don't know where they are. I mean, early in the season, I remember Ian Wright saying on one of the early match of the days, "Oh, if if Manchester United had Arteta, they would win the league." <laughs> and and and, and or, or they would compete or something. And I remember thinking at the time, like they had just beaten us. I think you know, I think if you remember, the Pogba gave away a penalty and they beat us one nil at Old Trafford or mm. something. And at that time, it looked like a bit different. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm not convinced by Arteta, but it doesn't help that obviously, like your your, your best players like Aubameyang didn't really do it this year, no. you know. And I don't know. I I, I can see them doing better. Can I see them getting top four? I don't think so, personally. Yeah. But yeah. One team who did a lot, lot better moving on compared to last season. I thought they'd be in a relegation scrap, Villa. I mean, their defence has been sorted out. I can't remember the, the, the name. It's not Mings. It's Conza. It's not Conte, but I, I Conza. Conza. That's him, yeah. who's been superb with them. Um, yeah. Martinez has been superb, but that's only on loan, so you'd expect him to potentially go back. Uh, and is it online? Is I'm pretty sure, yeah. And Greenish, I thought they signed him. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it was on loan, but I could be okay. wrong. But then okay. Grealish is obviously key to them. Yeah. Uh, next season, I think they'll probably finish or look to finish around the same area. They finished 11th this season. Maybe yeah. push into the uh, top 10, top 9. I think, I, I, I don't know. Again, Villa, I think so much depends on if Grealish stays or goes. I think, like, Grealish, I would say... Of the team, I mean, obviously we haven't been in stadiums, but of the of the players I saw United play against this year at Old Trafford, he was the best player. He was outstanding. I mean, um, you know, after that game, I remember just tweeting something like, "Have to get Grealish in the summer. Have to do it." You know, and I and 
Well, I, I, I think I almost think depend on uh, what happens at the Euros. If he has a good Euros, definitely interested. But then obviously the price goes up. Yeah, I mean, to me, like I, I watch him play, right, and like I just think he he could be anything, really. I, I honestly think that, and you know, I mean, I don't know what you'd pay for him these days, but you know, eighty million maybe. I, I don't know. I know Spurs nearly had him for twenty-five, you, as you tell me regularly. But like, but it, you know, it was. I'll talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So I don't know. But I think Grealish is so integral. I mean, he created so many chances for them. He was injured as well, wasn't he, for a long part? But they have done well. McGinn, McGinn's a good player in centre midfield as well. I think, you know, he, he does well for them. You know, it, it's whether they sell Grealish and invest. But I would say mid-table again, yeah. uh, as long as they don't lose. You know. More of the more of the same. Yeah, I think Ollie Watkins could have a good season next season if they keep Grealish and the chances. He's had his his first year in the Premier League after stepping up, did pretty well. I think he yeah. could be uh, not on fire, but a lot better next year. Next they they up, need Rob, to add. They need to add Villa. Yeah. yeah. Next up, Brighton finished sixteenth. But I know <laughs> you've told me yeah. this time and time again. They play great football, just don't have anyone to put the ball. Favorite in. team to watch. Favorite team to watch by a mile. Yeah. Like I absolutely love watching Brighton play football, and I, uh, I you know, you know my feelings on Potter. I, yeah. I, I think he's perfect, really, for I you mean, guys. If they, if they keep Potter, it's obvious what they need in the summer, isn't it? Just a, a twenty. Uh, yeah, they need someone to score goals. They need someone to score goals. You know, they've got some. You know, that Lamptey's a good. You know, a good right back. He could go. I know he's had some injury problems, but he could go. I think Dunk's underrated for what he is. I think Ben White is likely to move on either this summer or next summer. I think. You know, they've got players everywhere that, you know, Basuma, I mean, I mean, where's he come from? I mean, uh, what a player he is. And um, so, again, I think, you know, how many players will they lose? But this season, they've been outstanding. I think they, if they had had Harry Kane in their team this season, they would have probably been top six, top eight. I mean, you, know, you worry for them, don't you, with uh, Potter, who's been rumoured, especially with Everton losing their manager, which we'll come on to. And those players that you mentioned, they could be kind of gutted out. And then, but yeah. Uh, I agree. Yeah, I agree. That really surprised me. I only looked at the table this, after, <laughs> this morning and realised Burnley finished 17th. I, I couldn't believe that. But they're always right. a steady, steady Eddie team, never in trouble. And yeah. 17th, I, think... I mean, they finished quite a way above the relegation zone, but. What's more, I think. What's more to what's more to say about them, really? I, I mean, Sean Dyche manages to su- make them survive every year, and you look at it and you think they shouldn't, really. But they've got enough about them. I mean, that Chris Wood hit a good goal scoring spell, didn't he? And, and that sort of saw them through. But like again, like I've read rumours and stuff like if Grealish goes uh, from Villa, that they'll look at Dwight O'Neill. You know, from from, from who's actually a United youngster, who's in part one of the United youth kids years ago and um so yeah i think you know it'd be interesting to see you know burnley are always that team that every season i think this could be the year they go down this this could be the one but you know and i i wrote down a list of my top and i've got them finishing just inside the relegation zone but i've said that literally for the last six years so so uh when you know, you're 60 that might come true so you say i told you i told you yeah yeah i don't know but yeah i mean it wouldn't shock me if Burnley finished 14th. It wouldn't shock me if they finished bottom. I know it sounds ridiculous, but it wouldn't. But he keeps making them survive, so fair play to him. Yeah. Next up, the team I probably hate most in the league, even worse than Arsenal, Chelsea. Boo. <laughs> Silverware makes you feel sick. 
But so you want you, you wanted City to win the Champions League, then did you? I don't know. It, it's a very rare occurrence that there's a game where I want both teams to get battered. Yeah. Well, I mean, after the Europa League final, I needed something. I needed something, and that was just something. Chelsea finished fourth. How they managed that, we'll, we'll get on to Leicester a bit later. But they finished fourth after seemingly being miles off under Lampard. Tuchel has come in and won the Champions League as well, so they would have got in the Champions League anyway. I mean, every year they said, oh, they'll spend, they'll be a force to be reckoned with next year. So I imagine next year will be no different. He'll have money to spend. But I, said a striker. This, I thought they'd struggle, even though they bought big. Werner, I don't think, is a striker. I think he's more of a, like a Sun player who, and Rashford player who comes off the wing and joins attacks and scores goals. I don't think he's a striker. I think they I need to thought... them. I think Werner, I was having this discussion with a couple of guys when we were watching the Champions League final. Um, Werner, he's such a threat. You know, like, like you can see it. You know, I know he's offside a lot and gets the mickey taken out of him for being born offside or whatever. But like, you know, he, he's such a threat in those channels. And, you know, that, that goal they scored was because of his movement yeah. out that way. And, and because once he gets going, he, he's not the clinical finisher you need. So I understand that point. And I think there are a lot of similarities between him and Rashford. You know, they, you know, they they maybe not as clinical as you'd like them to be, um, but they still carry such a threat. And but I think they're a striker short. You know, I, I think again, like you know, maybe a centre back as well. Um, but I mean, Kante's probably top five ever Premier League midfielder. I think you know yeah, he's he's, he's... Paid, isn't he? and then all of a sudden oh. he's like man of the match in the final. Just, just a machine, just a machine, and um, yeah, and. Uh, uh, they've got, you know, good, there's so many, they've got depth there, you know, Kovacic, they've got Mount, they've got Zayek, you know, Werner, there's so much, they just, I feel like they don't really have though, unless I'm being uh, missing someone, they don't really have a world-class player. No. You know, they they are, they're a lot of above average, excellent footballers, you know, but is there your, you know, you Kevin De Bruyne? Is, well, yeah, actually, yeah, fair play. I'd say that Kante is world class, but is there your Kevin De Bruyne, your Lewandowski, you know, you, you know, your top top players that you know players with potential to be that? Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I agree with that. Um, like in my list for next season, I've got them as second. So I think that shows you. I think Tuchel's a good manager, and I think if they buy well this summer, I think they could be scary next year. But that, that's, the, that's the blurb from Chelsea every year. So, I mean, that could be 50-50. But next team that I really worry about next season, they've lost Hodgson, a, a steady Eddie manager, certainly in, in club. Most of their players, I think, are available on free this summer. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a huge summer for them in terms of getting the right manager and getting players there. But like they finished yeah. 14th, which I think Zaha is still their key. When he plays yeah. well, they generally play well when he's not playing or not playing well or marked out of a game, they struggle. But I think the manager and the, the players they bring in, key. Yeah, I think Eze as well. I think that Eze is a, is a, is a proper player. Uh, you know, he's young, but I think he's a... So I think he's sort of the heir apparent. But um, yeah, I don't know about Palace, man. I mean, I've got a whole set of family that are Palace fans, season ticket holders. It's a, The fans are incredible there. Some of the loudest around. I know that firsthand. Um, but yeah, you know, is it another Frank De Boer situation where you, yeah. you, you know, you try and you know bring someone in to progress you from the kind of the Hodgson 
sort of a bit dull football and try and play a bit more and you end up bottom after eight games with no wins. You know, I, you know, I know Lampard's been thought about. I've even saw that Nuno, uh, the Wolves guy, has been linked there, hasn't he? So I, I don't know, man. But again, another one of those ones that you could, I could see finishing 14th. I could see finishing in the relegation zone. It's, yeah. it's scary. Another, Everton next finished 10th I couldn't believe that either at one point they were like oh they're big shouts for Champions League finished yeah. 10th but now Ancelotti their, their big name manager has left to go to Real Madrid so they're in a massive hole now so I mean they yeah. finished 10th but there were obvious obvious improvements from previous years under Ancelotti there now that's kind of gone they've got to start again so I, I feel quite sad for them Calvert-Lewin's been great Rodriguez or James he's known as isn't he it started off brilliantly and then kind of tailed off he had a few injuries but I mean next season it 50-50 for them they could finish 10th they could get a new manager who brings them up to the top yeah they got some good players though I mean they got some good good Premier League players you know I think you know I mean again I don't want to make this the Graham Potter appreciation Fred but like you know but <laughs> but like I mean if Potter took over there and was able to make, you know, two or three sign-ins. He's got Calvert-Lewin, he's got Richarlison, you know, he's got, you know, players like um, Rodriguez, Sigurds. They've, they've got more of a goal threat than Brighton, for sure. Um, you know, Godfrey, I like Godfrey. The left-back, Dig, Dig, Digny, Digny. Yeah, I like him. I like him a lot. Good player. I mean, maybe they need something in, in sort of central midfield. I know Decore and Alan, are, you know, a good, you know, defensive and the box-to-box guys or whatever, but they could maybe do with something there. I mean, Michael Keane, another ex-United lad, is, uh, I mean, a good, you know, a good player. You know, Godfrey and him could be a good partnership. Bit of speed, bit of, you know, and uh, yeah, Holgate's there. I quite like Holgate as well. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I, top eight next year? Again, it's 50-50 depending on what happens in the summer for me. For yeah. Me. yeah. We'll come back and we'll do one when all the signings are done because I think that will, you yeah. know, be a lot easier to do that. Yeah. Fulham finished 18th. I mean, I, I like Fulham. I like Scott Parker. Got a couple of friends with Fulham fans, so I wanted them to stay up. They had an awful start shipping goals more than my five-a-side team yesterday and we shipped <laughs> Then he kind of changed his ways and made them really tough to beat and break down, but they didn't really have any killer instinct up top. And then all of a sudden they went reverted back to conceding goals after the City mm. 3-0 loss uh, and then kind of went out with a whimper. But I mean, if they keep everyone there, I mean, they've got a lot of people on loan there. But that defender, I can't remember his name. Anderson? Yeah, yeah. He, he's on loan, so he's gone. But if they can keep the core, Mitrovic is back in the championship where he generally rips it to shreds. So I can see them coming straight back up. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. If, I don't know, man. There's a lot. Of, that championship is a dogfight. It yeah. really is a dogfight. And I, I, uh, I'm less certain about it. I'm less sold on Parker as well. Mm. I, I, um, I love all the memes of him with the streets in the background doing dry your eyes. I love them. If you've ever seen them, they're, they're, they're funny, but, um, I, but yeah, I, I don't. Like Arthur Parker. I like Parker. It's too yeah. Late. Well, I know, I know, I know he's, I, like I know Parker. he's, a... yeah, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't bet, bet on them getting automatic promotion next year, but they were, they were enjoyable to watch. They came, when they came, you know, to us, they were decent, but 
two tough games. I mean, they, they gave us a tough game, but then they suddenly reverted back to type and just shipped goals at the end and went out with a whimper. But one team came up, went down, really struggled to a team that came up, achieved expectations, more expert leads, finished ninth. Mm. I mean, regardless of where they finished, they were entertaining, weren't they? And Bamford, Lafinia. Uh, Bamford, we obviously knew about because he had time at Chelsea and Middlesbrough. Rafina been a revelation for them. They've got some really good players and I don't see them ever changing. They'll, as long as Bielsa's there, they'll just attack, attack. Uh, and you get the impression with, with Bielsa as well that even if players left, he'd find someone else. Mm. You know, like, it's like, it's, it's a bit like Pep. Like, it's a, it's a bit like Poundland Pep, isn't it? Like, you know, like, like, you know it, like Pep's got all this money to spend, but Bielsa finds, like, you know, Rafinha or you know, Jack, Jack Harrison on loan. And you know, Bamford, who had, you know, previously, you know, been... Around, I think it was at Middlesbrough for a period, didn't score it, you know, and you know, or could turn these players in. So, I mean, Stuart Dallas, I mean, anyone who's played fantasy football this year, <laughs> Stuart Dallas has been a revelation. So, like, it's, it's, um, but yeah, I don't know. Again, I can't see them being in trouble. No. Can they kick on? I don't know. I mean, I've also, there's also the other side to lead. Like, when we played them, we could have scored 14. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, so, so, I mean, I know they got better. I know they got better as the season went on defensively. Um, but I mean, when Scott McTominay scores two against you in the first five minutes, <laughs> well, I mean, it, it could be the case that they have the tricky second season and you know really struggle, come on the Sheffield United in a bit. Yeah. But I think the fact that they attack that won't happen because yeah, I can't see it. Teams, I, that, yeah. teams that try and sit back and try and keep nil nils, whereas they'll attack and so they'll always score goals. Yeah, again, again, I don't know how many of their players you but you never hear you know about Leeds players like wanting to leave. I know this Rafinha has been linked with Liverpool and a few other clubs, but you know, I mean, you get the impression it's quite a happy camp. So, you know, I know he's got a reputation as being like hard trainer and stuff like that, but mm. you do get the, you get the impression that that most of that team will be back next year at Leeds. And well, I think they can only get better really. I might, I might be wrong, yeah. but you know, Leicester won an FA Cup, but again, bottled fourth. I mean, everyone loves Leicester, but they beat us to the title. I don't like them. <laughs> we, we get accused of bottling everything. They, they've, they've, messed, they've been in fourth pretty much all season twice and finished fifth. And it's always, oh, injuries, injuries. They were unlucky. They weren't unlucky. They messed it up twice. I so, like Leicester. Really, I like Leicester. I, you know, really, I, like, I, like, I like what the club's about, especially in the wake of the Super League. You know, it really rammed it home how kind of special that their owner are. I was, it was great I, I to see them. Their owners, obviously, it was a tragedy what happened. But the, the yeah, I think his son, obviously, bringing him on to celebrate the FA Cup was a good touch. So yeah, I I, I don't dislike their uh, hierarchy. <laughs> like that. I dislike that they beat us and and they don't get the criticism. Leicester's one of those teams. But, but like... it could be it could be third time lucky. Brendan Rodgers is a good manager. They've got yeah. some quality players. I mean, Madison being injured was a big blow yeah. to them. And Barnes at the same time. Um, yeah. I mean, with those two in, Vardy's always going to get chances because of what he does. So it could be third time lucky. They could fall. And Ian Acho. I think it'll probably be third time lucky. And Ian Acho as well. You know, I mean, I, I've got Leicester finishing sixth, but I mean, it's, it, I know it sounds crazy, but I just think those big sides next year are going to go into, going to improve. I think every team, I mean, I hope so. As a United fan, I hope we improve. But like, I mean, Spurs, uh, Arsenal, just looking at the list, 
Chelsea, Liverpool. I mean, there's no way Liverpool are, are finishing, getting less points this year, next year, you know, than they did. So, yeah, it's tough. It, I think they're all going to be better. Whether Leicester can maybe fifth, maybe sixth, I think. But again, who they who they sign as well, and, and how long can Vardy keep going for? You know, I think it's you know it's so much of his game is pace and you know harrying. Eventually, that will go. You know, time beats us all. So it's he's been um, doing that for years, and no one's been able to figure it out yet. So he's still got no, to- no, no, no. I mean, and, and like you say, Madison, Madison, the sort of speculation around Madison leaving has gone, and they got that kid at the back, that Fafana kid, who's just. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, what a player he looks. I mean, Michael's still one of the best keepers around. Yeah, 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 I agree. I mean, the Fafana kid, I saw something the other day. He's on the bench for the French under 21s. <laughs> How good is their under 21s? You know, so, you know. Michael, though, made a mistake in the last game against us, but I can't remember the last time you can say he made a mistake. Very consistent, yeah. generally. I mean, yeah. next up, you mentioned them. T- we mentioned Chelsea that I hate, another one, and I'm sure you'll agree, Liverpool. Altogether, yeah, I agree with that one. I mean, how they got third is is credit to them in a way because they were nowhere yeah. like by February and they finished third. Uh, I mean, it, yeah. like you say, that they, they won't be that bad again, will they? They'll no, go they, they can't be, or they'll get their act together. Well, Van Dyke will be back, yeah. won't he? And you know, yeah. as we, as we, you know, because I mean, Van Dyke. I don't know if you knew was injured all season. Don't know if you heard that. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. there was a threatening, threatening of court action against Pink. Yeah, yeah. I didn't hear many fans mention because, it. That's all. Because so that's he's funny. the only player in history that's been injured. By another yeah, player. yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know if you heard it because some some Liverpool fans mentioned it a few times. But, uh, well, but yeah, I'll, so I'll he was the um, title of the podcast. Van Dyke got injured. In case you don't know. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, I mean, joking aside, I mean, I, I think Klopp is a top manager, and I, uh, I think. They'll get, but they had a little problem at the start of the season, I think, where they tried to sort of shoot. Obviously, they had the injuries centre back, but they got beat seven two, I think, by Villa before that. And I think they tried to shoehorn Thiago in a little bit. He was a great player, Thiago, but he didn't offer the protection that Fabinho offered. Um, and I think you know, and in fairness to players like Nat Phillips and that, they they came good for them at the end. I mean, I do think that the teams around them really gifted them. There. I mean, Chelsea. Um, you know, towards the end, really lets points slip and let them back into it. Really, there was no reason why they didn't, and um, they should have done that. But yeah, they're there by merit. I think if you finish third, you, you're the third best team. So I think next season, you know, they'll get better. It'd be interesting to see if they go and buy a superstar or 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 a player to disrupt that front three because I think there is again, it's maybe just you know from my. Manchester United eyes, but I don't think always think that front three is as good as people make out. I think Mane, I think, in the Premier League winning season was outstanding, but he's been well short this year. They brought Jota in. Salah's guaranteed goals. I don't think he's ever not going to score goals, but did he hit the levels? I don't think he did. Firmino sort of seemed to go missing for large chunks of the season. It sort of came good towards the end. Uh, They've got those four you know, on rotation. Obviously, there's, you know, players out there, Mbappe, Haaland, Kane. There is, um, what was the other one? Sancho. I'd be interested to see if they're in for any of those players. I know they've been linked with Rafinha, so maybe that's the option for them. But, you know, I think they might need to add, to challenge City and Chelsea again, I think they might have to add another front player who maybe will score more goals than Firmino. 
Yeah. I know he's I know he's integral to the way they play for me now, but I think he might need another option in there. I don't know how many goals Jota might get if he's there all season either, because he was injured, wasn't he? So. Yeah. I mean, you said Chelsea to finish second for you. I'm assuming the next team are who you pick to win. That City. We don't really need to talk about them. They no. did what they were expected to do. The only thing that I kind of noted is that Foden became kind of a bit part player to a bit of a star last year. Yeah. So I mean, again, something. Again, they are. You know, they have a. I don't want to call him like a uh, checkbook manager because I think what he does, the way he's what he's done, is quite incredible, Pep. You know, he's all, I mean, there was at one point, I can tell you, because it scared me to my very bones, I thought they were going to win a quadruple. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it, as it turns out in the end, you know, they've just just won the two, you know. So it's, uh, you know, um, I think both our clubs right now would take that league couple. They didn't of, really yeah. win the Carabao Cup. All they did was turn up and that was enough. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, they obviously had a bad start. Didn't they? I think because I mean we were we were top of the league in February, mm. so I mean that so they've obviously finished really strong and they've what won it by thirteen points or whatever it was in the end. I think they'll win it again next year. I mean, if they do sign Kane, I know that's probably a touchy subject on this podcast, but if um yeah. if they <laughs> if they do sign Kane, then ah, uh, they've won the league, haven't they? It well, I mean, I mean, I mean, they probably would win the league without Kane, but I mean, I think with Kane. That is a that is a frightening, mm. frightening thing. I mean, I read somewhere the other day their targets were Bas- were Basuma, Grealish, and Kane. <laughs> I mean, we can all just pack up and go home if they sign all three of them. But it's uh, it's, yeah. but yeah, I don't know. I, I you know, as a United fan, I have to believe that we can get close to them. Yeah. I believe Chelsea can get close to them. I believe Liverpool can get close to them. Uh, you know, I, so I think there's. You know, I mean, to be honest, I think Leicester, I think yourselves, even if you know you start well, you get the right manager in, you start well. I think, but probably those those four again who are in the Champions League this year, I think will probably be the strongest again next year. But it's about not letting them get away from you. So I think if they're ten points ahead at Christmas, then it, they're very very hard to, to think about catching them. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, United will come to them later. Newcastle finished 12th. I mean, they were looking in a relegation battle and in proper yeah. danger at one point, and they've uh, looked comfortable in the end. But I mean, they're always the same, aren't they? Massive, massive club. Just yeah. always disappointing. Yeah, I mean, I have, I have a friend who's a Newcastle fan, and he's, you know, we all, you know, every season it's the same. Oh, we're going, we're going down. We're going down, you know, and. At one, it, this was the first time this season when they had that little spell where I think they dropped into the relegation zone briefly, where I thought they could go down. But you know, I, obviously Steve Bruce was manager of the month in the yeah. towards the end, wasn't he? So I, I don't know. I know he's not that well loved up there by the fans. I think a lot of people might. But as an ex United player, I quite like him. So <laughs> so it's um so I don't know what you know. I don't really know what Newcastle are. I look at them and I think that St. Maxim is, is, you know, good. And Wilson, obviously, is a goal scorer. But, yeah, again, I, I think they'll be in a scrap again unless, unless things change, you know, down the bottom half. I don't think they'll get relegated, but I think they might get be close. Yeah. Uh, Sheffield United next did get relegated 20th. Uh, the, the, the tricky second season, I think, Last year, that they basically won a lot of games, 1-0, tried that again this season, and teams have figured you out, and then yeah. confidence. Wilder, unfortunately, got the sack. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think, it, whereas we said Fulham probably 
very good chance of them coming back up. I, I don't think that with Sheffield United. I think it can be a tricky few years. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, who did who took over in the end? Did any? Was it just a caretaker? Is it Higginbottom or Higginbottom? Right. Is it? Yeah. But is, is he permanent or just just there till the summer? I think they're still on caretaker. Right. Yeah. I mean, you got to get that sorted, obviously. You know what, what what's going on there. But I don't know. If I if I if I had a bet, if I had a bet, I'm thinking of the players that might leave. You have got that Sanderberg guy, I think, who's been touted around. Who else is like? I mean, Ramsdale's a really good goalkeeper, I think. Like I, I and. So I don't know if someone might come knocking for him, you know. But I think I think I'm right in saying he he he's from he's like a Sheffield um, like youth player. I think he went away to Bournemouth and came back. So I don't know if he might, you know. I haven't seen anything about him leaving. I I would I would think they might do quite well next year because I don't think many are gonna disappear. Mm-hmm. And I think you know they I think they are. <laughs> You know, I'd, I'd be shocked if they weren't in, at least in the playoffs, at least. Yeah. Uh, last few teams before we move on to the second best United and leave the best till last. Mm. Uh, Southampton finished 15th. I mean, I like Southampton. Uh, they were doing quite well at one They were top at one point. Uh, they were looking good. <laughs> and then they've kind of had a terrible run and finished 15th. I mean, there's... I mean, if we sell Harry Kane, I think Ings will be top of our radar potentially. And even if we don't sell Kane, I think he could be top of someone else's radar. Yeah. So it could be a tricky season for them next season, but then it could be a good season for them. It's yeah, a, it's it's it's. If Ward I mean, Prowse plays a lot in the Euros and has a good one, then he could be targeted as transfer. He's been left out, hasn't he? So, has he? Scrap, yeah. He's not in the, he might not have a good Euros. <laughs> no, no, but no. I mean, I like Ward Prowse. I mean, you know, good, good good delivery and stuff and they've got a few players in there that I mean we beat them 9-0 at Old Trafford this year I mean that's you know there's something that's fundamentally in a row they've had a 9-0 beating isn't yeah, it yeah yeah there's something uh, not right there. I mean coming back but sometimes we... I look at Has- Hasselhutl and I think oh he's going to go on to something and then they have results like that and you think mm. I mean your one didn't help with that young kid very early on no true true but, but I mean you know and just giving the referee no choice but yeah and um yeah I, again, they lose, you know, like you say, like Ings and Ward Prowse, they could be in trouble. Mm. You know, I think, you know, I haven't got, I've had, I've got them a little bit higher. I've got them like 13th, but, but like it's, you know, it could be anything, but I, I would expect them to, to buy a few because they, they, they definitely, the one player I quite like of theirs is that Armstrong in midfield. He carries the ball well. I think not many people talk about him, but I like him. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, Spurs will come on to West Brom. Big Sam finally goes down. I can't stand yeah. the guy. After that England thing, he tries to get more money. How much money do you need? Uh, I mean, <laughs> he, he's still a good manager. You've just brought in too late when he and yeah. too much damage was done. But I think I don't really know what to expect from their next season. If he's, I mean, he's left, doesn't he now? I think so. Yeah. So I really don't know what to expect from them next season. No, and I think their best player that I saw was that. The Conor Gallagher guy, who was on so loan from Chelsea. Pereira. They've got Pereira, and they were speaking to Mike last last uh, episode, and he was saying yeah. he wouldn't mind him at West Ham. Yeah, well, I think there's a. I mean, I uh, you know, obviously United are after people like Sancho and that, but I mean, if you if you didn't get your main target, I think you'd do all right at some of the bigger clubs as well. You know, not as a maybe a starter, but you know, yeah. yeah. 
from one West to another. West Ham, for me, Moyes should have got a manager of the season. I, it's easy to give it to Pep, but he's basically done what you expect Pep to do. West, West yeah. Ham last year, almost relegated. Now, it was only the last three, four games of the season that they kind of fell away from Champions League. They're always in that conversation. Yeah, I've, yeah, they real crazy. team spirit there. He's brought in, I had Mike on last episode, like I said, and you know, yeah. the players that he's brought in, Suchek, Sufal, especially, mm. superb. Vice has become a, a leader. Yeah. Uh, a, a few more players in, an actual striker. Yeah, I think obviously that, that I hope, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with Lingard because obviously yeah. he was he was so important for them towards the end of the year. I mean, Antonio is always a, like, is a threat, but you need he's always injured and you know sometimes misses easy ones. So uh, always in they the need right a striker because he's not a natural striker. If you've got a, if, you, if you've got an Ings, for example, who is a striker who knows where to be, yeah, get yeah. more chances than Antonio gets. But I mean, again, it could be. Sixth could be the best West Ham get for a while. So they well, I mean, I've got them as I've got them as eighth next year. I've got them as eighth, but I mean that that that's based that's based on that's based on the idea that they're going to keep Lingard and they're going to keep Rice. Yeah, I think they'll keep Rice because he's a West Ham fan. So similar to Kane, I think it'll be if we're progressing, I'll stay. And they've obviously progressed this season. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't. Know. Yeah. I mean, they. I. They're a difficult team to. Like, I agree with you. Their right back was 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 was, was amazing. I, I actually, I actually put their right back in my team of the year the other day. I was doing something for someone else, and I thought he was he was being excellent. Um, I think that I watched a game where he was playing against Grealish, and I he was one of the best I've seen handle Grealish. But yeah, I don't know. Moyes, right? Moyes, I'm not convinced that Moyes still. I know, I know people will say, you know, what he's done deserves it. But I saw him at United and he was out of his depth, completely. Yeah, but out in of his fairness depth. to him there, he was following probably the best manager of my lifetime. I agree, I agree. But I'm, I'm not convinced he's a, he's a success man. Like he, he's had a good season and I don't disagree with the fact that he could have been the manager of the year. I think there's a couple of managers who exceeded expectations this year. I think, you know, I think Ollie's one of them as well. And, um, but I, yeah, I just, it'd be interesting to see West Ham next year because, and there's part of me that hopes they keep their players Hmm. just to see if it, if it's, if it was a bit of a one-off or whether they, or those same players can come back and do it again. On the other hand, I wouldn't mind Declan Rice. Yeah. I, I think with Moyes, he's not a manager at one of the top clubs. I think there's too much pressure there. Everton, mm. West Ham, there's not as much, but uh, yeah. Wolves, 13th, disappointing for them after a few good seasons. Yeah. Now Nuno's gone, so they've got to regroup. And Traore's must be the, one of the most frustrating yeah. footballers in the world. He can skin any player twice <laughs> yeah. and then he gives the ball away. If, if he had a final ball, honestly, you'd be talking about him in the same breath as yeah, like I've Marnes got and, and Sons and people like that, but he must be so frustrating. I've got a life, of, I've got a life, a friend who's a Middlesbrough fan, he's a lifer and uh, <laughs> when he played at Middlesbrough, that it was like men versus boys in the championship, yeah. he would like run and he'd go past everyone and he'd look up and there'd be two players free in the middle and he'd put it behind for a goal kick. <laughs> you, know, and it, you, know, and, you know, and it was, it was like... But if he yeah, could like, get a manager that, in that it's a good coach... Yeah, he's just so suited to the. He's just so suited to a counter-attacking team, you know. And if, if a team turns up and they say, "Right, well, you're not going to counter-attack against," or they get the first goal, 
and therefore they don't have to come out of them. He he's stifled a lot. I mean, um, I don't know. I mean, I think their biggest problem this year is they obviously lost Jimenez, didn't they? You know, with the head injury, yeah. and it, and he, you know, I think when you haven't got a goal scorer in the Premier League, doesn't matter how good you. Are. I mean, Brighton, I, I go back to it as a classic example. Doesn't matter how good you are on the ball, how neat and tidy, whatever you are. Teams with good strikers find a way to score goals, right? And teams without strikers find a way to lose games they should win. It's just, it's just the way it is. Yeah, I mean, well, that, that's eighteen teams that, quite frankly, don't matter. One to go, United. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you. knowledge, Ollie achieved above expectation. I mean, you had a terrible start. I mean, hampered by uh, no pre-season because of the UEFA and the coronavirus. Yeah. Culminating, I think, us battering you at Old Trafford. Uh, but then you completely turned it around, finished second. And I mean, obviously give us some of it because, you know, <laughs> time is precious. Can... <laughs> yeah. No, but, you know, I mean, but, like I say, I mean, if I... Season and what do you expect next year? And, and summer, what do you expect? Well, the, of... summer, the summer's probably... I know every team seems to say this every summer, but the summer is probably our biggest summer since Mourinho finished second. Hmm. I think we... Um, when Mourinho finished second, we didn't kick on at all. We didn't buy well. Um, this summer is just... I think United need five positions. And that sounds a lot. But I think United need five positions. I think we need a right-back, a centre-back, an offensive midfielder. Right-back? Right Wan-Bissaka's not good enough. Either. Yeah. No, no. It's not that Wan-Bissaka isn't good enough. It's that there's no competition. Oh, right. So at the moment, we've got Dallow out on loan and we've got That's Brandon Williams. Bad previously i think yeah exactly you know so so the, the problem we've got is is luke shaw's obviously inc- has got an incredible season um but a lot of that i think has been prompted because we brought tellers in mm. you know and i think wambasaka needs to think i mean down the stretch wambasaka played every game mm. you know he was like you know it had four or five players who were just running on empty at the end of that season so um and i think that showed towards you know the last few games and the, and the europa league final but yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't expect us to finish second at the start of the year. I certainly didn't expect us to be up top in February, which, which I think we were briefly. Um, and I think in the league, there's no doubt there's progress. I think you know. I think Cavani, lo- I love that man. And, um, and 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 I, I'd be happy to go in with Cavani, Greenwood, and Rashford as, and Martial as our striking options again. But I think we do need like two players. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with Pogba. So I don't want to go on too long, but I don't know what's going to happen with Pogba. That, I think Pogba pretty much dictates our summer. So if Pogba signs a new contract, I think United will probably just bring in someone like Sancho, like a Sancho type, you know, a winger. Um, and then we'll probably look at sort of like a defensive midfielder. But the biggest one we need is a centre-back. And I think for the first time in a long time, there isn't really like a clear, obvious mm-hmm. centre-back that's available. Like you've had De Ligt in the past or Van Dijk or whatever. There doesn't seem to be an obvious one. And uh, that's a bit of a concern for me is I don't really know. Whoever United get a centre-back has got to be right for us to stand any chance next year. Forget Sancho's and, you know, Canes of the world. I think we'll score goals. I don't know how many goals we scored in the league this year, but I think we scored. We were up there. But we just conceded too many goals, especially at home. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think so. Centre back in, a backup right back, a defensive midfielder would be great, and then a sort of attacking player. And if Pogba goes, I would then maybe look at 
replacing him with someone like a Grealish. Yeah. I'll ask you a question. I think I know what you're going to say. And if you do say what I think you're going to say, you know that I'll disagree with you. Do you think Fernandez should have been player of the year? Um, hmm. Oh, I, I was wrong. I thought you said absolutely. I think Fernandez up till the last six, seven games would have been the player of the year. If you're asking me if I think it should be Kane or Fernandez, then I would say Fernandez. If you, but I think, I think when, even though one of them won two golden boots. Yeah. Well, he, he is probably the best striker in the league. So you expect him to score the most goals, right? The assists have been great. Not going to lie. I mean, he's done well, but, Fernandez is a midfield player. I don't know the exact differences, but it can't be much difference in them. I think the, the problem with it was, I think if United had won a trophy this year, I think Fernandez could have, could have got it. I don't even know it's just Premier League, I get that. But I think someone like Diaz, I understand why they gave it to Diaz, because I think they get the football writers have, have given it to him, but the PFA, the PFA one hasn't the players player one hasn't been done yet. So I think Kane will win it. He probably probably will. It's an easy choice for most players, I guess. But I think Fernandez, I don't think many people would have said that we would be second this year. And I think a lot of people would have said Spurs would have been higher. Yeah. And I think the main reason for that is Fernandez. And, and, and in that case, I completely get the argument if you scored the most goals and got the most assists. But if your team isn't performing, I don't know how much that, that really matters. I mean, I still hark back to the year when United won the treble and I think Ginola won the PFA players. So, I mean... Yeah, he was a beautiful player, though, wasn't he? Yeah, good air. On and off. But, you know, but, you know I, so I don't know how much it matters. But I, I, that's my concern for United going into next season is can Fernandez keep doing what he's doing? Have You know, is, is he exhausted or have teams started to, you know, wear, like figure him out? We'll see. I, I, the success for United next year has to be a challenge unless a team runs away with it, you know, like another 95 points. Like, and then and then if that happens, breaking the 80-point barrier, I think, is our next thing. And to win a trophy, of course. United have got to win a trophy at some point. I mean, you achieved above expectation. The only club that matters now for a large part of the season, they didn't really matter because they frustrated me so much. Seventh, we finished, which... Yep. I mean, it is, ter- it is terrible, but I think part of it is a heightened expectation. I saw a wonderful tweet uh, when Pochettino was rumoured to be coming back. All these people, he said, all these people sort of like not wanting Poch back because, you know, he can't win a trophy and we've got bigger expectations. He's the reason why you have bigger expectations. But I, I think yeah. Yeah, certainly... I also think Mourinho, I mean, you're, I was working with you at the time when Mourinho came in and you you, you were kind of, um, his kind of cheering section to my light, it will never work. And I mean, Alex Ferguson, you, you associate Manchester United with Alex Ferguson and therefore attacking football. It, yeah. It's similar to Tottenham, except <laughs> we don't win anything. <laughs> <laughs> but you associate attacking football and the way that we were playing and, and you've yeah. said to me before, Mourinho's way of playing all this boring is fine when you're winning. When we were top in November, yeah, yeah it's boring, but yeah. top, when when you're not winning, it's dreadful. Yeah, if you're not winning trophies with Mourinho, you're not getting anything. Yeah, and yeah. 
what I don't understand is the whole reason why he was appointed in the first place. He was appointed to win trophies. The first chance he gets to win one, he's sacked less than a week before. Yeah, I mean, that, so, that still seems a really strange decision so to me. It's a complete I... waste of time, from my view. Um, a lot of what's going to happen next season for us depends on Kane and therefore also depends on who the new manager is. Can they convince him to stay? Yeah. Pochettino was rumoured. I love Pochettino. If he came back, I'd be delighted that he's back. But it's too early. If, if, if you if you uh, scrap the four months or whatever it was that football was out because of coronavirus, yeah. 14 months since he was fired. And then you're yeah. thinking back far too early. And most of those players are the ones that kind of almost threw him under the bus anyway. Look, look, look. I, I... Pochettino, I think, is a, is a, you know, I'm a fan of Poch. I, 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 there is this thing, isn't there, about you, you take the best available, right? You take the best available for what you need. And I, I truly believe that if Poch was available, he's the best thing for Spurs. I, I think a few other clubs would probably think the same about him as well. Far too early for him. And, and, I think all that would happen, it, it needs a massive clear-out. It's needed a massive clear-out. I agree with years. that. I agree with that. It, and I, it still needs one. I'm not sure he'd get it. And then he'd just be stuck with the same players that basically... I, I think the problem you have is, with all this talk of Conte, hmm. is there's nothing wrong with Conte. He's clearly a successful manager, like a Mourinho. Right? They've won... I think I don't think Conte, Conte hasn't won the Champions League, but he's won leagues yeah. much everywhere. I think the problem is I think the problem is with with Conte is is you're not planning past two years, no. right? If if you if you if you get Conte in, you're thinking right, we need to win now, and if that's your philosophy, that's fine. But then you'll be back here in two years. But that's exactly the same with Mourinho. So my issue is it's not really doing anything. So for me. Pochettino's got two years left, hasn't he? So for me, I said this to you this morning on WhatsApp, I think yeah. Conte or whoever comes in is just keeping Poch's seat warm for him for when he's available again. And but, do you know what? Conte probably wouldn't mind that. No. You know, no one's going to come in. No one like Conte. I can't see Conte coming in and letting Kane go. No. So, so I, like you say, I think Kane, I, I think, you know, Kane dictates everything for you this summer, I think. You know, and... You, Talk of two hundred million for him. I just, I just think that's pie in the sky. You know, I, I, uh, yeah, I think but if that's, that's the I, case, but that's what I've been saying for ages. I think even if he wants to go, Levy will make it very difficult for him to go. Such as putting two hundred million pound price tag on him. Well, that's fine, and, and and if that's the price tag, then he's he's just simply not worth that to any club. So I think I think there's, I think at that stage, I mean, if you're asking me if I would throw two hundred million at Kane or two hundred million at Mbappe, I mean, there's just zero zero. You know, I would take Mbappe every day. You know, and you know, even Haaland, if I'm going to chuck 200 million at a player, you know, he may not be as good as Kane right now, but he has potential to be as good as Kane. And like, I could have him for 10 years. You know, I there's no way I'm spending 200 million pound on Harry Kane this summer. He's, I think he's the best goal scorer in the league. I think he'll probably go on and beat Shearer's record, no matter if he leaves or not. I think he'll probably do that. I think if you took Harry Kane out of the England squad. Today we look very, very light. I think so. That shows you how you know good he is. But you know, this is his chance. I think to move this summer. Last big contract, really, isn't it? This one ends yeah. when he's thirty-one. And and if Haaland doesn't go this summer, Haaland's available next season for seventy million. Mm. 
you know, no one is going to spend 140 million on Kane next summer if ha- if Haaland's there at half price. Unless I and I want Haaland, only one gets him, obviously, and then Kane. Yeah, of course. But I also think that Man City need a striker. And I think Kane sees that. And I think he thinks did it, all the sort of stars have aligned, you know, especially the, especially the not winning the Champions League. Because I think, I really believe that Kane has that. I mean, watching that Gary Neville thing that I know is, is it's been horrible for you Spurs fans. But like, he's, um, he, he has that bit of narcissism in him. You know, he, he does, and I have to have that. You listen to anything Shearer or White or Lynn of the day say, you have to to be a striker. You fine, have to be fine. annoyed that you're but not. I think he would have been less happy about going to City had they won the Champions League. Because yeah. if they had won the Champions League, there is nothing for him to be the catalyst for. Mm. You know, and I think. If, if he went to City now and won them their first Champions League, he will be remembered as that difference. Like Van Persie was for us when he came and won that league. You know, that, that was always Van Persie's year. We had great players, but it was Van Persie's year. And I think the same for Kane. If he comes and, you know, wins them the league and takes them to the Champions League, then, then that's what he'll be remembered for at City. You know, he'll always be remembered at Spurs. I get that. But um, if they'd won the Champions League and, they'd, you know, even if they won it again, it's like, well, we did this without you. You know, you're just another piece. Yeah, I, I think it's very difficult to say how we'll do next season before we know what's happening. I can only imagine if Conte is having legitimate talks that Kane staying is one of the things. But, it's, you know, Levy can give him all the assurances of the world. But if uh, Kane then comes back from the Euro and says, I want to go, there's not a huge amount that can be done. But um, One thing I did think looking at the, the England squad is I, it was how many Spurs players are going to get a full summer of, of rest. Yeah. I mean, I thought that Dyer might go. I thought, I mean, Winks, I thought was an outside chance. He hasn't played much. Yeah. You know, you know, yeah. Ali, Ali's had a bad season, so he hasn't, wasn't really in, in the full process of it. You know, so I think those, you know, you've got, you know, a lot of players there that are going to have a bit of a rest up. I know you've got the elder VRLs that are going to for Belgium and stuff, but the English players are going to have a rest up, which, they, which 12 months ago, if you had said picking a Euro, Euro, you know, Euro squad, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Dyer would have been in it. Yeah. You know, and probably Ali as well. I don't know, maybe, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like I was saying, we don't know where Kane's going to be next year, but one team we do know he's playing for, barring injuries, is England, Euros. I couldn't believe it. The Euros is almost just under over a week away. I'd completely forgotten about it. I didn't know who's in our group. Croatia, Czech Republic, Scotland. Croatia is grudge match, really, the last time we played them in a tournament. We should have beaten them. Czech Republic, I don't really know too much about them, to be honest. And Scotland... Obviously, that's going to be a feisty affair. Uh, there's big hoo-ha about Alexander-Arnold not being in the squad. And now he's yeah. injured, potentially. Yeah. I mean, just typical, isn't it? Greenwood out as well. I know you think that's a bad miss. Uh, best, yeah. You say best finisher behind Kane. Other than Kane. Other than Kane, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think Foden, Grealish, for me, they I, I don't know where you'd fit them in, but they have to start, really. It's so difficult. It's so like, I mean, has just been Foden has the chance, I think, with Peppers' manager as well. You mentioned Grealish there, but Foden can be anything he wants to be in a footballing yeah. world. Yeah, he's twenty-one. He's won. He's won seven <laughs> trophies or something like that. He's twenty-one I mean, yeah. for goodness' sake. I mean, even that Bellingham last I mean, night. He's going to be singing Oasis is wonderful to Patrice ever saying, "I've won more trophies than you." 
I saw no, that. that. Well, that, well, that's not likely. But like, but like, I mean, I. I mean, Foden could be. He, Kane has obviously created assists, but generally he needs the ball and needs to be given the ball quickly in space. Whereas Foden could seemingly do anything. I mean, you know, he's playing in a world-class Man City team, whereas Kane's playing in an average Tottenham team. But Foden could be the star of that. Greenish could be the star of that. Kane could be the star of that. But yeah. I mean, I, I, uh, me and Ben do a, a, a predictions thing that someone sends us. I've picked England to get knocked out in the quarters. I don't think we'll achieve the heights of the uh, World Cup or go any further. And wow, wow. still the team to beat. I've picked them to go out in the round of 16. Yeah. And that's not and that's not because I think England are a bad team. Yeah, it's I've... just it's just when you win our group, I think England will win our group. I think it'll be sort of law. That the first time we show up at a tournament and do well, <laughs> it gives us the runners up of that group of death. Yeah. But... And it gives us France, Portugal or Germany. Uh, I mean Germany right. will be very interesting. I, I mean I Last World Cup, I can't remember a time where Germany were poor in a tournament. They've been poor before, like when we beat them 5-1, they were awful. They get to the final of that tournament. They always turn up in tournaments. Yeah. Last World Cup just didn't turn up at all. So it'd be very interesting to see what, what Germany turn up this year. Portugal still heavily rely on Ronaldo. I don't think it's as much as you think anymore. I mean, if you, look, if you go through their players now, they have got some team. Like, certainly a first 11. You think of Cancelo, Ruben Diaz. Mm-hmm. You think of um, Guerrero plays at Dortmund. You've got, I mean, in midfield, Maltinho, uh, Neves. Uh, <laughs> they've got Jota. They've got Fernandez, Bernardo Silva. You know, I mean, they are, and up front, Ronaldo. Ronaldo, they've got um, that Neto kid. They've got the... I forget his name. Is it Andre Silva at Frankfurt who's banged in loads of goals this season as well? I think last World Cup they had a good team as well, but they always looked to Ronaldo. A lot of players kind of uh, mm. not shirked responsibility, but it was easier to give it to Ronaldo. I think the same thing could happen here, but Fernandez apart because he seems to relish being the the top dog at United, so I think he'll take that on. But who, who else was in their group? Did you say Germany, Portugal and... France. France for me are the team to beat. We get France, we're in trouble, but I can't see them finishing well. They could. I think. I think we could beat Germany. I think Germany's team isn't what it was, like you said. I think think Portugal and France are better than us, and I think that's where I. I I mean, Portugal. I'm not sure about France. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I. I just think. I just look at our defense, especially with Maguire. Looks like Maguire is going to miss at least the first two games, doesn't it? Of of the of the tournament. Yeah. Um. And I, and I look past that. I think when I saw the England squad, it screamed back three to me. I don't know what you thought, but obviously four, four right backs. I think Walker and James will probably be used more as right-sided centre-backs. And I think, I think you know, you've got Trippier and Alexander-Arnold who are, are more wing-backs. I think you've got Shaw, Sacco and Chilwell who can play left wing-back. Then you've got like Maguire, Stones, um, Mings and Cody. I mean, you don't pick Cody unless you're playing a back three. I personally think, I think, I think Stones will play. He's just won the league, isn't he? So yeah, of course. He'll yeah. be barring on all cylinders in terms of confidence. Mings but, has got a mistake in him. So is Walker. You saw that in the World Cup. Um, yeah. 
it's all about keeping the ball in midfield, which historically we don't usually do. Yeah. But with Foden, we could Grealish, we could. But then Grealish is more of a runner. Um, well, I think I think you've got I think as well you've got you've got you know Rice and Henderson who are, who are you know good solid players. But that Jude Bellingham, I've watched a lot of him this season at Dortmund, and you talk about I think um, Foden being ninety. I think isn't Bellingham younger than him? He's seventeen, isn't he? No, I don't think he's that. Is he that young? Anyway, but it doesn't matter. I mean, he could be anything. He's he, he's strong, good on the ball, can drive with it. Uh, so, I mean, Henderson, I know, has got some injury problems. It would not shock me at all if Bellingham and Rice are our starting centre midfield players. But I do think I do think you're right. I think the conundrum is for Southgate. If he does play three at the back, plays four, like four, three, four, three, is how you get those players in because he loves Mount. He obviously loves Mount. All right. And I think Mount's had a good season. Stats-wise, if you go and compare stats, he's not as good as some of the others. But he's obviously a top player, you know, assisted the goal in the Champions League final. Um, so I think it's two from three if you're playing the narrow players. You know, you've got Grealish, Mount and Foden. And then if you're playing your, your three wider... I think you've got obviously Grealish can play wide as well, so can Foden. But then you that brings players like Rashford in, Sancho in. Mm-hmm. Although I think Sancho probably could play more narrow as well. But the issue to is me, going forward is if you play three up top, you're basically picking two because Kane picks himself. So then you've got I agree, two yeah. out of I mentioned five there. I think you've got to pick two out of five there. Yeah, exactly. And I think I think that's the interesting fit. I mean, I haven't even mentioned Sterling. It's two from. I mean, so so so. I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, unless unless in the in the weaker games they think Sterling can play like left wing back, or you know, Rashford can play like left wing back. And Sterling's issue is he needs someone to give him the ball quickly. I think you you see it at City, maybe not this season because he's been a bit under par, but previous seasons, De Bruyne gives him the ball without looking, and all of a sudden he's one on one with a defender, and then he's he kills them. Whereas yeah. When he plays for England, he doesn't get that ball. And similar to Sun uh, towards the end of our season, exactly the same, in my opinion. Giving the ball quickly, one-on-one with a defender, skins them most of the time and then yeah. does damage. You don't give them the ball. All of a sudden, they get the ball. There's two people around them. They have no alternative but to go back or sideways and they become completely ineffective. So yeah, yeah. I think that's why Sterling has never really done it for England. And I think he, more than Sun, is... is very much a confidence play. You saw yeah. in the last World Cup when he got like a load of abuse for the tattoo on his leg. Not for that matter. But you could see in the games he was just not confident. Whereas at City, it, it, it's almost like confidence is in his... Yeah, I mean, I think he's had a bad a bad period, Sterling, towards the yeah. end of the season. Well, he hasn't, he hasn't really been happening player, for him. He's the ball quickly. Whether, whether Foden can be the guy who sits in deep or, or Mount, if he sits in deep, gives him yeah. quickly on the wing. But I'm not sure. I, I wouldn't pick him. I'd be picking Foden and uh, Grealish uh, uh, and Mount as well. Mount's just won a Champions League and had a big, big say in it. So his yeah. confidence must be... Small. Well, I think I think Rashford's come to... Rashford is what, like I said earlier, there's a few, quite a few players at United who are just running on fumes. Like, you know, Wan-Bissaka, Maguire, Fernandez, Rashford and Greenwood. Towards the end of the season, I mean, even, even Shaw a little bit, Although he could be replaced by Tellers easily, but they were running on fields. And I'm Rashford. Rashford's hit a wall. I mean, Rashford really, in an ideal world, he's been busy, would... isn't he? He's basically been running the country of kids, uh, 
kids food well i mean people 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 make that analogy but just on the pitch he looked sluggish he you know i think he's injured i i think he i think really he's i think he needs shoulder surgery and like and it wouldn't it it wouldn't have been a hot i wouldn't have been devastated if he didn't go to the world <laughs> to the euro sorry if i'm honest to you i think you know when greenwood pulled out there was part of me that thought i oh, think you know good goodness for that you know like he he wouldn't have played that much you know he, he would have been like a last 10 minutes minutes um sort of man if we need a goal but uh, I, I personally think if i was picking the team i would start Grealish and foden mm. i mean it gives you flexibility they can both go play wide they can both come inside but i mean you're then leaving out rashford sancho mount and sterling <laughs> i mean i mean it, it's an incredible problem to have but it's an incredible like problem say, to have. I, I don't think all of those players have to play like, like to the left of Kane. I think one of them could play a bit further, uh, further back. And yeah, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. Kind of that player, but I'm not convinced any of them could. I think well, you you could play like Rice and two off Rice, hmm. you know, and then have wide players as well. So you could maybe fit them in there in the against the weaker teams where you're dominating the ball. But I mean, I'd be shocked. Uh, you know, I mean. Calvin Phillips is probably the closest we've got in that kind of deeper role who can, you know, playmate from that deeper role. I think Rice is more of a, you know, a defensive player, although I think he's good enough. Henderson, again, I think is a, is a worker. Bellingham, more box-to-box types, and maybe he could, but again, not, I don't, he's not, you know, your your skulls, your Pirlo, your Carricks, you know, who can ping balls, you know. I'm not sure we've got one of them. Foden, for me, is the nearest that we've got. Well, no, you see, I don't think he is. I, I, I think, I think Phillips is the closest thing to that we have. I think, uh, like, Foden's better on the ball, but Foden is definitely higher up the pitch. Definitely higher up the pitch. He's not your deep, you're not your, you know, like, Portugal will have Neves or whatever, you know, but they also have, you know, defensive players. But I, I don't think we have one naturally anymore. I don't, I don't think we do. I think Phillips is the closest we have. And um, I don't know about Bellingham. I don't know. I, I'm not so sure what Bellingham is on the ball. I think he's probably more of a kind of box-to-box guy. But yeah, but Kane obviously starts up top and you've got to find two in a row. I mean, obviously you could go to a back four as well and then you can fit, you know, potentially four of those six in, you know, two wide players, the number 10 behind Kane as well, which in fairness is how we started yesterday against Austria. So, you know, I haven't talked about Zachary, but who could also play they scored. But, you know... you know, I think he's more of a utility man, Saka, this, this time. Well, right? I think he's probably more of an impact sub. Rather than yeah, a... I mean, I mean, I mean, you think about it, you know, if you're chasing the game, you can bring Rashford and Sancho on or Sterling. Or if you want to play on the break, you've got Rashford, Rashford, Sterling, Sancho, which maybe on the break are slightly better than, you know, your Grealish in terms of pace anyway. But Grealish, it has to start for me. Yeah. Um, and then I would probably pick Foden with him. But they... yeah, two, two, two very quick questions. We're running out of time a little bit. Very quick question. I'm assuming that fans will be allowed there being uh, that's happened. But we're playing at Wembley. Do you think even if we won the group and got one of the, the group of deaths in the next round, playing at Wembley would, with fans would make a difference in our favour? I think it would. I think it obviously would. I think there's no doubt about it. I mean, some of these players have been starved of fans. So I think um, it obviously would. Obviously, if we don't finish first in our group, which gives us an easier run. We're not at Wembley. Yeah. 
So, so it's or or at least one game is not at Wembley. So, it, I mean, personally, I've, I think the only way we make the final is you, you've either got to go through a, a Portugal. I think I think France will win their group, but I think you've either got to go through a Portugal at, in the second round, or you've got to uh, you've got to end up going through France some somewhere down the line. So, um, it's not an easy one. I think. I do think that, you know, we're one of probably the best four teams in it, I think. I think France, Portugal, Belgium and us, I think. Um, but you've got, it doesn't help if you've got to play one of them in the second round. No. So, you know. I've mentioned France. Who wins it for you? Yeah, I think, I think France, uh, yeah, I mean. <laughs> Belgium, I mean, they're, I saw... they're the best ranked team in the world. But do you think, I mean, I don't rate Martinez. But and they always seem to falter in the that they do brilliantly in the groups, look like they're world beaters and then yeah. kind of fall apart. But so France for me, France for you. Well, I think Mbappe is the best player in the competition. I know Ronaldo's still there, but you know, I I think Mbappe is the best player in the competition. I think um not, not Ireland, or did they not qualify? Ireland didn't make it, I don't think. No, I don't think they made it. So um but I mean, Kane, Lewandowski, you know, there's good players in there. De Bruyne. You know, I... He's potentially injured though, isn't he? I think he's going to miss the first game. I think he's okay. I think he's just, just going to miss... But, sorry? <laughs> could be crucial. Yeah, could be. <laughs> uh, but I... I um, Do I think France... I think when I look at France's team, I think they're the best team. I don't mean, there's... You know, I mean, especially they've got Benzema, haven't they? They've got Benzema back as well, which is just disgusting. He's had his probably best season at Madrid. Um, and I, like I said, I saw their under twenty-one team the other day. That I'll tell you now, that would probably win, that would probably come second in their group in this Euro. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, they couldn't give Laporte a game. Laporte went to Spain. He transferred to Spain because he wasn't getting in the French squad. <laughs> I mean, that's scary. I mean, I mean, I'm going through their team, but it's Loris, Pavard, Varane. Um, Kimbem, is it Kimbembe? I can't say that. Yeah. That Hernandez, Bayern, they're all like they're basically all centre backs playing, but they're, they're good on the ball. Kante and Pogba, and I'm, I'm assuming this is it. And then I'm, I'm assuming you've got Mbappe, Benzema, Griezmann, and Dembele. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is some side. I mean, yeah. they're the team to beat. They're the team to beat if. If I, I would I be shocked if Portugal won it? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. And well, I think, the holders, aren't they? Are they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Of course. But I mean, those. I think the winner will come from those four teams. I can't see England, England, Portugal, France. I can't see Spain or Holland really doing. And Belgium. Sorry. I can't see Spain or Holland being good enough to win the tournament. They could. I mean, they could beat any team on the you know the day. But I, yeah, I think it's come from them. Yeah, it's France for me. Um, yeah, we, we I think I think France for me too. But because you've said France, I'll say Portugal. <laughs> you heard it here first. One of the two. It's either the World Cup holders or the Euro winners. Uh, we've run out of time, unfortunately. But it was good to have a chat. Uh, yeah, not just about a yeah. certain game, but like an overall. Yes, thing. Like you say, definitely talk about preview of the season when we know. The new managers, new players, and players moved on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know, yeah. I don't know if you're on Twitter or anything or you want to plug anything. 
I got nothing to plug. No, no, I... Nothing to plug. Sorry. <laughs> that note. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's great to have you back on, and then we'll do a preview uh, of the season ahead, possibly even yeah. a review of the Euros as well in a yeah this week's time. But yeah. Uh, yeah, before you go, please make sure you like and subscribe and then I'll be back soon. Thanks so much for watching. Before you go, please make sure you give the like and subscribe buttons a click. Any questions, comments or any suggestions for future episodes, if you just add those into a comment on the YouTube video. If you're listening to the audio only podcast, thanks so much for listening. Anyone who wants the audio only podcast, you can get that at Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your audio podcast from. Alternatively, if you go to Twitter at LTalk Tottenham, you can find all the information there. I'll be back soon. Until then, come on, you Spurs!